We begin today at the Mishnah, the last word on the Chavdala Damad Beis. Zog, the Heilige Mishnah. A person that says that the good ones, the Tzadikim, they should bless Hashem, but not anyone else. This is the way of those Apikorsim uh, that say that only Tamid Chachamim, only good people, they bless the Ebishter. And they don't include the Rishayim with them when it comes to davening and blessing the Ebishter. So you look in Rashi here, he brings the famous Gemara regarding the Ketores, the Besamikdash, which had 11 spices in it, and it also included the Chelbana that had a foul odor, because it's coming to tell you that when you come together to daven to the Ebishter, you have to have everybody together, the Tzadikim, the Beninim, the Rishayim, which is the Rosh Tevis of Tzibur. If a person says, Al-Kain Tzibur, Yagiyu Rachamecha, that just like it comes to a nest of birds, you have the Abish's mercy that he doesn't allow to take the birds unless you send away the mother first, so too the Abish should have Rahmanus on us. If a person says such a thing, or if a person says, Val on the things that are that are good that we see happening to us, for this we remember the Abish's name and we thank the Abishta. Or, when a person says in davening, he says twice. So for these three things, you make a person quiet. He's making a big mistake. Because right? the, 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 the the Gemara will explain this. Okay, well, let's, let's see what the Gemara will say. A person that learns the parash of Arayis in the Torah, that talks about the forbidden relationships, but he doesn't learn the proper pshat. He doesn't translate it to mean that it refers to forbidden relationships. Instead, as the Gemara will explain, he says that the term Arayis in the Torah means don't expose the embarrassment of your father, the embarrassment of your mother, don't embarrass them. That's how you translate the word Arayis. But it, 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 he doesn't translate it properly, that it refers to the forbidden relationships. Mishat we quiet him down because he's learning the Pasha wrong. People won't understand what the true Isser is. A person that says, A person says, you're not allowed to give your children to Moilech, which was, as Rashi says, that you would take their children through fire. And instead of translating it that way, with the minig, what they used to do by Vedizara, he translates it as, Don't give your child to get married to a Goyesha woman, to, to have, give birth to children from Goyesha woman. So also, it's, a, it's a true that it's an issi, you know, that allow your child to get married to a Goyesha woman, but that's not the taich of lesitim lahar la meilach. And over here, by meilach, Rashi says, there's a chorus, there's chatos, there's skila, but not, not if you're marrying a Goyesha woman, it's a different thing. Meshat kenoisai benezifa. You quiet him down and you scream at him, you don't let a person taich the words of Torah, not, uh, not in the correct uh, translation of what it is. We understand well why when a person says twice maidim, that we quiet him down. It looks like he's thanking two different uh, sources, that there's uh, two sources of what happens in the world. If a person says that he thanks the Ebishter only for good, so the mashma al toivin So it seems like what he's saying is, for what happens, good there. He mentions the Eibushter that it comes from the Eibushter, and when the things of chas v'shalom in the negative, he doesn't mention the Eibushter in this. He doesn't accept it properly from the Eibushter, but it's not the way with the attitude this person should have it. And the Mishnah says, that a person has to bench. The Abishter for things that are negative, just like he penches for the positive. A person has to accept everything, knowing that everything comes from the Abishter. So we understand that as well. 
When a person says that the mercy of the Ebishah should come upon us, just like the Ebishah's mercy is in this mitzvah, that he says to send away the mother bird before you take the, the, the chicks or the, the eggs. Why? What's, the, what's, the, what's wrong with saying that? My time, what's the problem? Two Amiram in Eretz Yisrael argued about this. Rabbi Yaisi Bar Oven and Rabbi Yaisi Bar Zvida. One of them said the reason is By saying this, you're bringing about jealousy in the Abish's creations. Because this is a mitzvah that the Abish gave uniquely for the birds, to express the Abish's mercy on the birds. But you don't find this by Behemoth and Chayas. So it brings us a kinna in the world. Another opinion is because what you're doing is you're taking the midas of the Ebishter, which really over here refers to the mitzvahs. You're taking the mitzvahs of the Ebishter and you're saying, what's the whole mitzvah about? It's just, uh, just the Indian of Rachman, that Ebishter has Rachmanis on the birds that you're taking. And what's the truth? All the mitzvahs of the Ebishter are decrees that the Ebishter said to fulfill them. And here, as Rashi says, that Ebishter decrees, and we are, we are his servants to fulfill his mitzvahs, not mitzvah any of the reasons that it has. Right? So even if there are reasons, where you have, there's a big discussion, when you get to mitzvahs b'chlal, I mean, of course we know that mitzvahs have reasons, including this mitzvah, this could also be the reason of the mitzvah, but that's not the real source of the mitzvah. Right? The, the fact that a mitzvah has a reason is a yiride, it's a slapshus, as Chassidus explains. On a certain level, you can come and explain that it has a mitzvah, but that's not what the, what, what the mitzvah is about. The source of the mitzvah is the ratzna of Hashem, and we fulfill the ratzna of Hashem like servants. So if a person says that this is what the mitzvah is, then Meshat said, we quiet him down. There was a person that was davening for the Yomud in front of Rabbi. Omar, and he said, and it's davening. You, the Abish, to have Rachmanis and the birds, so to have Rachmanis on us. That's what he said. Omar Rabbe, so Rabbe said about this uh, davening that he said, Look how well this one of the Rabbanon that's davening for the Yomad knows how to appease his master. In other words, he was praising the way this person was davening. Didn't we learn in our Mishnah that a person that says such a thing, we quiet him down? Answers the Gemara, why did Rabbi say this? Rabbi was just trying to sharpen Abaye to see if he'll understand that what this person did was wrong because it goes against what it says in the Mishnah. But he never, he never really actually meant to compliment him. He was just trying to sharpen Abaye. It's a little bit hard to understand this Gemara. The Amoyroim knew the Mishnah is backwards and forwards. So he's sharpening Abaya by testing him to see if he knows what it says in a clear Mishnah. Or Elamai, so the Mepharshim say, if you look in the Mishnah, it's not 100% clear. Because the Mishnah doesn't finish off the statement. It says, Al-Kan Sipar Yagiyu Rachamecha. But then there's a, a follow-up to that. That a person davens and says, just like to a nest of birds, Yav Rachmanis, so too you shall Rachmanis on us. And a person shouldn't daven that way. So the Mishnah meant to say regarding the davening. Without, without the, the Piddush that the Gemara says, he may have thought that the Pshat in the Mishnah is, not that he's davening this way, maybe like the first Pshat that the Gemara said, don't mention the Eivishu's Rachmanus and the birds because other creations will have jealousy of that. So he wanted to see if Abayu knew the correct Pshat in the Mishnah. There's a person that davened for the Yomad in front of Rabchanina. An Omar, and when he said it in the Shemayin Esra, what did he say? Hakel, Hagodl, Hagibar, Vanoira. And then he added his own praises, how Adir, Vachozak, Vah Amitz, the Abish's strength and might and so on. 
That's it. You already concluded praising your master. You have nothing more to say. And he was basically upset with him for adding these things. You're not allowed to add anything. We learned about this in the Gemara before. These three praises. If not for the fact that they are mentioned clearly in the Torah. And the Knesset came and established it to be said in the Shemayin Esra. So we would have not said it. And you, on your own, come and say all these additional praises for the Eibishter. What do we know? How can we any, say any Maila to come and praise the Eibishter? So the analogy is of a person, He has tens of thousands of golden coins. Someone comes and praises him, praises him with what? With Dinri Kesef, that he has silver coins. Is this not an embarrassment for him? It's a disgrace. You're coming and praising for something that is much less of a value. Right? Okay, so you understand what the Gemara here is saying from Kesef to Zov. Whatever distance there is from the value of gold to silver, how much more is there a distance from the Abish's true praise to what we would decide and come to praise him with? So for sure, we have absolutely no way of how to create our own praises for the Eibishter. Okay, but Nufarshim do say this is all within the Nusach of Davin. You're not allowed to add anything in the Nusach of Davin. But Bachlal, when a person speaks and he wants to praise and thank the Eibishter for what he did, so we could praise Hashem with what we know, with what we have. But in davening, to come and put in together with the Nusach of the Teireh and the Nusach of Anshik Nesel to insert your own things in the davening, so that doesn't belong there at all. Amar Abchanine. We've mentioned here Abchanine, so the Gemara brings another statement that he said. Abchanine said, Hakoyel Bidei Shemayim. Everything is in the hands of heaven. Everything happens through Hashem. Chutz Shemayim. Besides, fear of heaven, that's something that a person on his own has to work on. Shanem, as the Pesach says, Va'at Yisrael What does Hashem ask of you? Ki'im le'yira. To fear me. Uh, that's something that the Ebesha asks of the person that he has to do on his own. There's a pshat that al Rebbe says about this Gemara. The simple pshat is that this is something that depends on a person, only he could do it. Ebesha doesn't, uh, doesn't come from above. But <coughs> al Rebbe, look at the Torah, says, Hakoyel bidei shemayim. Yidei shemayim refers to a certain darga that comes through yidei shemayim. It comes through seder ishtalshalos. Besides yidei shemayim, yidei shemayim comes from a level that's higher than yidei shemayim. It comes from the Ebesha himself that's above these levels that's expressed in the words yidei shemayim. That's uh, one pshat that al Rebbe says. Now the Gemara continues, here's a very famous Gemara and says, <coughs> So what do we see from this Pasuk? The Yireh Milsa Zutrasihi? That Yireh Shemayim is just a small matter? It says, all I ask of you is just Yireh. Is that so? How could you say it's a small matter? It's very hard to have proper Yireh Hashem. So the Gemara answers, In Legabi Meishe Rabbeinu Milsa Zutrasihi. For Meishe Rabbeinu it is a small matter. And this is the Pshat of the Alter Rebbe in Tanya and Perik Membeis. What's the answer to the Gemara? The Mepharshim asked the question. The Ran asks the question, how could it say that Lagabi Moshe? It's a question that Tzavish is asking this of every single Yid. Zokta al Rebbe, because every single Yid has a level of Moshe that's inside of him. There's the Bechina of Moshe inside of every Yid that gives the person the Das, the proper understanding and awareness of a Lakos. And therefore, Mitzah, the Bechina of Moshe, which is within every single Yid, this level of Yid that the Pasuk is speaking about is Yid Tata, and the level of Yid Tata is a Milsa Zutrasihi. Mashallah Adam, an analogy of a person, you ask of him whether he has a Kli Godl, a large vessel, something big. And Vyashloi, so he has it. Because he has it available, so for him it's like something small. If you ask for, from someone something that's small, but he doesn't have it, so for him it's like something big because he doesn't have it available. 
I'm not sure what the significance of this marshal is. Which, uh, I tried to look in the farshim. I didn't see it's, if it's, uh, what this marshal is saying. Okay, Zakta Gemara, Amar Shema Shema. Person that repeats Shema, Ka'ayme It's like he says Maidim twice, just like the Mishnah said, you say Maidim twice, Meshat Kanaisa, you quiet him down. It's the same also when you say Shema twice. Frak the Gemara, Meisve, it says in the Braise, Ha'kaires Shema, Vakaifla, a person reads Shema and he says it again, Hareze Maguna. So this is uh, disgraceful. So the Gemara says, what does this mean? Maguna Hudahave. It's disgraceful to repeat Shema again. But shtuki loy However, does not say over here that we quiet him down, like by saying maidim. It seems like maidim is much worse. It looks like he's speaking to two rishuyos, like the two sources. But we don't quiet him down over here when you say shema twice. So to gemara loy it's not a question. It depends what we're talking about here. Ha the omar milsa milsa. If he says the word shema, just the word shema twice, so then that's only disgraceful. But we don't quiet him down. V'tanilan he repeats it. And hard Amah Psuke Psuke. But if a person says the entire Pasik of Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad, and then repeats the entire Pasik again, then it looks like he's saying Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad twice because he's speaking to two Rishuyas, two sources above. So then it's the same like saying Maidim and we quiet him down. This is Rashi's Prat in the Gemara. So according to Rashi, same thing refers to the Maidim in the Mishnah. When it's said in the Mishnah, a person that says Maidim twice, it doesn't only mean the word Maidim, but it means if a person says Maidim Anachnu Lach, and then he repeats again the whole statement of then it looks like he's speaking to two Rishuyais and we quiet him down. But the Rabbeinu Hananel and the Rambam say the reverse pshat. If you say the whole Pasuk twice, then we don't quiet him down. But if a person just says the word twice, then we do quiet him down. So Rav Papa says to Rav, but maybe he's repeating it a second time because the first time he didn't have Kavana. And So now he wants to say it a second time because he wants to have the kavana and what he's saying, especially when it comes to Shema. By the Pasuk of Shema, you have to have the proper kavana for what you're saying in order to be yet to the mitzvah of Kriya Shema. So maybe that's why he's repeating it again. So he answered the Rav Pape. Rav says, Chavrusa klap Ishmaya. He's speaking to the as if the Ebesheh is your Chavrusa, like the Ebesheh is your friend. If he did not have proper kavanah, I would, I would uh, smash him on his head with a, uh, a hammer of a smith until he's going to have the proper kavanah. So this itself is also disgraceful, that a person is saying it once and he doesn't have the proper kavanah and he repeats it again. You're not allowed to do such a thing. You have to have kavanah the first time around. Okay, but the question though is, what happens if a person did not have kavanah? So should you repeat it again or not? So the Mepharshim say, the Paiskim say, that what you see from this Gemara is you cannot repeat it again loud. Because you can't say Shema twice. But you, you repeat it again low. To repeat it again loud, we say, you, you're also embarrassing the Abishur. It shows that you're treating the Abishur like a friend that the first time you don't have Kavana, the second time you do have Kavana. So you repeat it again low. A person that learns the wrong Pshat. In the parasha of Arayas, we quiet him down. So the Gemara explains what this means. Toner of Yosef, klein aviv, klein ima. Instead of translating the word Arayas as illicit relationships or the, rela- the, the relationship with a father or a mother, he just means it means the, to embarrass his father, to embarrass his mother. 
So he, he, he misinterprets this as well. Tan de what does this mean? Bisral Habal Akutis what he says is, this Pasuk is saying, don't allow your son to get married to a kutis, to a Gaisha woman, and then she gives birth to a child that will then go and serve of a Dezara. That's also an Isra, but that's not what this Pasuk is speaking about. This Pasuk gives very, very harsh punishments. It talks here about Kadis and so on, and this Pasuk is talking about this other thing that they would do for Dezara, they would put their children into fire. So therefore, this is a mistranslation of the Pasuk. Zakta Mishneh when you read the story of Reuven and the Taita, after Rachel passed away, after Leah that is passed away, Yaakov went and put his tent in Billah by Billah, and it talks there about the Avera that Reuven did. Nikra Targim. You read this, but you don't have the person that translates it translated for everyone. Tomar, the story with Tomar, Yehuda and Tomar, Nikra Umetargim. That's something that you read and you do translate. Maisa Egel Harishain. The story in the Taita and the Egel, when it says the story the first time how it unfolded. Nikra Umetargim, that's read and you translate it as well. Vehasheni, when it repeats it a second time, this refers to when Arnakayin reported to Moshe Rabbeinu what happened. Moshe Rabbeinu asks him, tell me what happened, how did this whole thing happen here? So when it's repeated there a second time, Nikra Umetargim, then it's read and it's not translated. The Gemara will explain this. Birchas Kayanim, the Birchas Kayanim that's in the Taita, Maisa David Amnon, the story of David and Amnon, Nikraim Veloy Umetargim, this is read and this is not translated. Regarding Avtaira, you don't say the Avtaira of the Psukim in Maisim Rekava in Yecheskel or the Psukim there where it speaks about the Maisim Rekava. But Rabbi Yehuda Mater, Rabbi Yehuda says that it is allowed to say the Avtaira of Maisim Rekava. This is the Avtaira that we say on Shavuos, on the uh, first day of Shavuos. And says, You don't read from the Psukim of Hoydais Yerushalayim, which are Psukim in uh, Yecheskel that speaks about the uh, Avedis and the, the, the disgraceful things that happened in the city of Yerushalayim. You don't say that as Avtaira. There are those things in the Taira that you read and translate. There are those things that you read but you don't translate them. And then there are those things in the Taira that you don't read them and you don't translate them either. So here are the list of things that you read and you translate as well. And the Gemara here brings a simon for this. Balat, Akan, Nishpa, Simen. Uh, these are all different letters for the following different things that are going to be mentioned here. You see the base is Bereshis and the Lamed refers to uh, the, all, all the things that they're the first letters of the different parshas in the Torah. Maise Bereshis. When you read about how the Abish created heaven and earth, right in the beginning of the Torah. Nikro Metargem. This is read and this is translated as well. Pshita, obviously, why not? Why shouldn't you translate it? Because I would think to say, a person will come and ask questions and will start having doubts about creation. What exists above, what exists below. Start talking about creation and you talk about the existence of Malachim, what exists above the Malachim, what exists below the Malachim. What's before creation, what's going to be after the world ends, after creation. These are all questions that come out of doubts when a person starts having <coughs> questions and doubts about things. So it might lead a person to have these kinds of doubts. Kamash Malon, that's why we're telling you, no, that we're not concerned about this, and you could read my Sibiratius and translate it. Maisa Loit the story of Loit after Stein was turned over and he had a relation with his two daughters, Nikro Metagim, that's read and translated. 
Pshita, obviously you have to read it and translate it. So says the Gemara, Ma'od I would think to say, This is a very embarrassing story, and we should be concerned about the honor of Avram Avinu, that his relative goes and does such a thing. That's why it's telling you that we're not concerned and you read it. The story with Tamar and Yehuda is read and translated as well. Pshite, also it should be obvious you read this. And for the Gemara, Ma Deteme, I would think to say, Leichush Lechvaidai Di Yehuda, that I should be concerned for the honor of Yehuda. That Yehuda did such a thing. Kamash Malan, so the answer is no. Shvachehu, over here you actually see his praise, the Oidi. Then in the afterwards he came forward and admitted on his own that it was him, that he did it. So this is a tremendous praise for Yehuda. In the story, when the eagle says in the first time of the Torah, you read this and you translate it as well. It's obvious. I would think to say, that you should be concerned for the honor of the Eden and it shouldn't be translated. That we read it. Because the Eden wanted that it should be translated. The fact that the Eden get embarrassed about the story, that itself brings them a kapara. Klolis Brachais, the, the Parshas and the Teira of the Klolis and the Brachas, the Teichach of Parshas Bochokaisa and Parshas Kisavai, Nikrin Umetagim, and it's read and translated. Pshite, obviously, emphasis the Gemara, no, Ma'od Atayim, I would think to say, Neichesh, Dilme, Paige, Dataya, Ditzibura, that maybe this might bring people to feel very, very uh, weak about this. And Rashi says, Yachlesh Daitam, people will feel very, very bad about this, that look at these tremendous Klolis that the Abish to say could come upon Yidin. Kamash Malan, therefore the Pasuk, the Gemara here says that we do read it. Azharais va'anshin nikrinu metargimen. All the Azharis that says in the Torah, the, 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 and the, the punishments that the Torah says. So you have to read them and translate as well. Pshite, obviously you should read them. And says the Gemara, no, ma'od atayim, I would think to say, neichesh, that is, I should be afraid. Dilma asalamevad miyira. That maybe a person reads all these punishments, that might be your motivation of why you do a mitzvah. Because you don't want to get punishment. So you're not going to do the mitzvah, l'shma, for the right sake, because it's the will of Hashem. Kamash Mulan, therefore, tells you that you read it anyways. Maisa Amnon v'tamar, the story of Amnon and Tamar, Nikra Metagin. So this is the son of David Melech, which did Avedis. So this is read, and it's translated as well. Maisa Avshalem, the story with Avshalem, also that misbehaved. Nikra Metagin, it's read, and it's translated. Pshita, obviously you read this. Ma'adatayim, I would think to say, Leichish liyikare de David, that I should be concerned for the honor of David Melech. Look what his children did. Kamash Mulan, that's what has to tell you that you read it. Maisa Pilegesh Begiva, the story with the Pilegesh Begiva, also a very embarrassing story. Nikro Metargem is read and it's translated. Pshita, obviously. Now the time I would think to say, Leichosh Lechvoide de Binyamin. I should be concerned for the Shevet of Binyamin, for what they have done. Kamash Mulan, therefore, tells you that you read this. Hoidas Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim should know. It's disgrace and the abominable thing that happened there. Nikro Metargem. This could be read and it's translated as well. Pshita, obviously you should read this. So the Gemara here says, No, la fuke with the Rabbi Yeza. This is coming to exclude of Rabbi Yeza's opinion. The Tanya Rabbi Yeza said, So this individual read this Pavtaira of Hoydes Yerushalayim in front of Rabbi Yeza. Hoydes Yerushalayim is Toya Veseo, and he was very not happy with this. And Amalai said to this person, your reading over here, which speaks about the abominable things of the city Yerushalayim, say, go and inspect the abominable things about your mother. 
Batko Achrov, they went and they researched after this person's lineage, Umatsu Bashamet's Psol. And they found that there was a Psol in where he came from, from his mother. So therefore, Abliezer says, you should not read this. Now here the Gemara brings the list of the Elu, Nikrin, Velaymet argument. Here are the Parshas and the Teda that are read, but you do not translate them. And the symbol for this is Rav Don Simon. So it starts with Maise Ruvain, the story of Ruvain, Nikra, Velaymet Targum. That's read and it's not translated. There's a story with Rabchanina ben Gamliel, he came to the city Kabul, and the one that was reading from Betayde, so he began reading the story of Reuven, which is the beginning of that parsha. and he told him a Torgim, the one that translates, only translate the end of that passage. Don't translate the beginning where it speaks about the Aveir of Reuven. And the Chachamim praised Rabchanina for saying this. The time when the eagle is repeated again, when Aaron tells Moshe what happened, Nikra That's read and it's not translated. What's considered to be the second part of the story? When Moshe speaks to Aaron, he tells Aaron, tell me what happened. Until the Pasuk Vayar Moshe, so that you do not tra- translate. And the reason is because over here, here, we'll see in this B'raise, it explains what, what specifically there is in those psukim that we don't want to translate. So Tanya, Rabshim ben Allah A person should always be very careful in what kind of an answer he gives for a question. When you look at the answer that Aaron gave to Moshe, when he asked him the question, what happened here with the Egel? Pakru ama'aradim. So those ma'aradim, those people that want to go and serve Avedizadeh, so they actually use the psukim here and, become, and even do more Avedis. Why? Shanema, what did Aaron over here say when he was trying to explain what happened? He said, Vashlicheyu be'esh. I threw the gold that I got from them into the fire. And this eagle came out. You read this Pasik, it seems like that it's something that actually had some kind of a power of its own, that it was a real Avedizadeh. What's the truth? What happened? He threw in the Shem from, from Micha, and that's, uh, or through Kishif, it says, through the Eid of Rav, that's how it came out. But you read the simple shot of the Pasik, it looks like that this was, like it happened on its own, that's a real Avedizadeh. So therefore, this is something that you read, but you don't <coughs> translate it. Berches Kainim, Nikrim Velaymetargimin, Berches Kainim is read and you don't translate it. My time in Mishum Dechsev, Yisa. It says in the Pasik, Yisa Shem Panavilecha, which means that Hashem looks away from the Yidin Zavedis, and the Ebishter gives them a, a bracha anyways. So this is something where you see Kaviyachal, the Ebishter is, 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 is taking Shaychad, he's, he's, not, he's not treating the Yidin fairly, so to speak. Rashi over here brings the Gemara that says in Brachis that because the Yidin are Mekayim, the mitzvah of benching, even more than what the Torah says, it says, Vachalta v'savato v'erachta, and Yidin bench the Ebishter even when they just eat a Kazayas, so therefore the Pasuk says, Yisah Shem that the Ebishter benches us also beyond what they deserve. So because of this Pasuk of Yisa, we don't translate it. Now going further, this story of David, of David and Amnon when they sinned, the story with Bathsheba, and there's two different stories. It's not read and it's not translated. Before we said that you read it, but you don't translate it. And says the Gemara, sorry, and you do translate it, that is. And says the Gemara, it's not a question. In the Psukim, where it clearly says who Amnon was, that he was Amnon ben David, so that's something that we don't, read, that, uh, we don't read or translate. And when it says Amnon without saying that he's the son of David, so that's something that you can read and translate. Tanrabana, we learned in Abraisa, 
All the psukim in the Torah where it uses terms that are very, very disgraceful terms. So the way we actually read it is we, more pra- praiseworthy. In other words, we read it not with those disgraceful terms. Kagain, the term yishgalena, which refers to, to relations. So instead of reading that word, we read it as yishgavena. The word ba'afailim, instead of reading it ba'afailim, so we read it betchayim which is not, not as, as, as uh, harsh and as low as, as bad as the term. Charyayinim, we read it divyayinim. Lechol es chireyem, velishtos es meime shineyem, we read it as lechol es tsayasom, velishtos es meime ragleyem. Lemachrois, instead we read it moitzois. So we, we just, uh, we don't read it with the full harsh term that uh, it originally says. I'm not going to translate all these things. If you want to know what it is, you can look into Rashi. Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha Aymer, Rabbi Yeshua ben Karcha says, Lamachrois, this pasuk of Lamachrois, Kishman, you actually read it as is. Why? Because this is a pasuk that's actually coming to embarrass Avedizara. So that you read it with its full shame as is. Omar Rav Nachman, so in connection to this, Rav Nachman says, Call it Senusa Asira, any kind of Litsanis, Makri, and so on is not allowed. Bar Melitsenusa Davidis Kichavim. Unless you're coming to speak about Litsanis, you're coming to make fun of Davidizara, the Sharia, that's allowed. Because you see, the Pasuk itself does this. There's a Pasuk that says, Kora Baal, Koras Nevoi, that the Baal and Nevoi, which are names of Avedizara, that, uh, that, it, uh, that kneels and it bows down, and in other words, it falls. Embarrassing the Vedizara, Korsu Kara Yachtov that falls down, La Yochlo Malit Masa. What this Pasik is saying is that this Avedizara doesn't make it to the bathroom on time. It's just embarrassing the Vedizara. Rabyana Yama, Rabyana says another Pasik where we see this Mehacha, this Pasik says, La Eglois Base Oin, which was an Avedizara, these calves of Base Oin, Yaguru, they are afraid of it. Shachin Shaimrain. Just a second. They become upset about it. Amai, the nation, and the, the priests that were excited about this. And now its honor was taken away from it. That's the, the translation of the Pasuk. So the Gemara says, The Gemara here is mocking this Avedizara that it's so heavy that it can't relieve itself properly on time. So we see here that the Pasuk uses different things to embarrass Avedizara. So you can say, so the regarding of a desire, you read the Pasuk as is. Ayyid is allowed to say to Avedis Kechavim, Shaklel Avedis Kechavim, take the Avedis Kechavim, Va'anche Bishin Tov, and go and put it in the place of Shin Tov, the behind of a person. Shaloi, and it's, it's behind. So in other words, you can use these embarrassing terms when you're talking about Avedizara. Ravashi, Ravashi said a similar thing. Someone that has a very bad rumor about him, that he's having inappropriate relationships. And as the Farshim say, we're not just simply talking about a rumor that may or may not be true. But we're talking about a rumor that you know is true. You're allowed to embarrass him in public. You're allowed to shame him in public. Vishin. With, uh, with calling him Gimel and Shin, which Rashi says Gimel refers to uh, someone that, uh, that, that is a Bargers, a Zayna, he has a connection to Zaynus, or Shin refers to, what does Shin mean? Um, embarrassing also his mother that gave birth to him. In other words, you can, you can say, or, or Rashi says actually, Shem Musrach, a, a name that's, that, that has a bad stench to it. You can embarrass this person and shame him. Haiman de Shapir Shumane. 
So a person that has good rumors about him, that people say good things about him, you're allowed to go and praise him in public. And the, the Chiddush of this is, why shouldn't you be allowed to praise someone? Because it says that you shouldn't be talking about people altogether. The mother says that you start talking about people, you talk about their praise, you end up talking about negative things about them. But someone that has good, very good things to be said about him, and there's rumors that everybody knows about this, so you can go ahead and praise him. The one that praises him, should fall upon your head. Conclusion of the third Patek of Masech Megillah.